inspiration. So don't you ever tell me that you can't make a difference. Because you can't. When you build an organization that's funded with Grassroots Warrior, when you put financial skin in the game, your commitment to this, we are able to do magical things. Because we're competing with the establishment, we're competing with these self-funders, and they're going to be showing a lot of money, but I'll take your boots on the ground any day of the week. Good evening, my fellow Michiganders. Good evening, my fellow Americans. We have a great live tonight. We are going to bring on Melissa Emery onto the platform. She is going to be a write-in candidate for the Reed City School Board. And so she has some very important uh, issues that she wants to talk about, why she's running and so forth. But, you know, I hear this a lot when people say, you know, all this transgender males that are using in women's bathrooms and all this other stuff, that only happens in other states. That's not happening in Michigan. And that's what the progressive left continues to throw out there, that none of the garbage that's happening throughout the United States um, is happening here in the state of Michigan. And we are going to talk about uh, tonight on why that is false. OK, it is happening and it may be happening in your school. So that's why it's so important to be getting involved with these school boards and getting the right representation in. And folks, hey, look, if that's one thing that COVID has taught us over the last two and a half years is who is going to do what's right and who's going to follow political narrative. And if your school board members are not representing you and your family, you have to vote them out. That's exactly what you have to do. And we have great people now, great Americans who love this country, who love this flag, that are running for all levels of office. But always remember, the most important um, office is the local ones, okay, because that's where the power is. So without further ado, I am going to bring on Miss Melissa Emery, and she is right there. Well, hello, young lady. Hi. Welcome to the platform. See, nobody knew, but for 30 minutes, we were trying to get Melissa on the platforms, and I wouldn't, couldn't hear her. And it, lo and behold, it was my fault. My microphone was off. <laughs> so welcome, Melissa. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate this opportunity. Oh, you're most welcome. And that's one thing that I love to do is giving people this platform so you can get your message out. So let's talk about right now what's going on with Reed City, especially with this transgender male that's using the women's bathroom. I mean, what's going on with that? Yeah. So basically we have a situation where we have a group of young, young girls and other students who are just absolutely petrified to use the bathroom. Um, we have young ladies that are coming out of the bathroom stall and lo and behold, there's a biological male standing in the bathroom with our girls. Um, it's just not sitting well with me. It's, you know, it's a really huge concern that we're, you know, trying to accommodate a small population um, at the expense of other students. Yeah, we definitely shouldn't be doing that. You know, I just highlighted a video yesterday morning with um, a transgender male com competing in volleyball and he spiked a nuke and hit this girl right upside the head. Um, and it's just common sense. Again, like, my goodness gracious, it just seems like there is no common sense. And just like you said, you're exactly right. We're, we're making policy changes for the very, very small percentage of the population that unfortunately is affecting a lot of people. If I had a daughter, oh, my goodness gracious, there's no way in heck that I want a, a transgender male um, in that in that bathroom, you know, going to the bathroom next to my daughter or in the locker room or anything else, and especially competing in sports. And so, you know, is the community up in uh, uh, upset with this? Are, are people showing up to the school board meetings? What's going on? 
Yeah. So I think the, the biggest issue is that, you know, the school districts and, you know, at the local, state and federal level, they want to keep parents in the dark. And so, you know, unfortunately, it took this situation that hit home for me to be able to start digging. And I think a lot of people don't know what's going on. We all live busy lives. However, the word is getting out. I mean, the first school board meeting, we had a handful of people. The last school board meeting, I mean, people were running out of chairs. So people really are not okay with this. Um, people have safety concerns. And this isn't just about targeting the LGBTQ community. This is generalization of just sexualized behavior that's being infiltrated, you know, through the curriculum. I mean, this is a bigger issue than just using the bathroom. But my goodness, if our schools can't figure out who can use what bathroom and they're not there to keep people safe, at some point we have to get these people out of here. Um, we have to get them out of these positions. You're exactly, and that's right. That's why you're doing a write-in campaign, correct, for school board? Absolutely. I had no intention of running for school board. I've been involved with advocating for children my entire life. Um, however, when I started digging into this and really seeing the situation, I thought, you know what? I'm going to be the one who's going to be brave and I'm going to stand up for what I believe in, despite the nastiness and the attacks. I mean, I've had people call my workplace trying to get me fired, but I'm, I have a message for everyone that's doing that. That makes me work harder. And just before we got on the broadcast today, I was talking of a, a group of girls that attend Reed City High School, and they said, thank you so much. We would not be able to get out and speak if we didn't feel like we had some adults that were actually listening. They feel that the school administrators are hiding behind the policy of Title IX and that they're just continuing to okay and normalize something that is not normal. Yeah. So what's the school board saying when these parents are going? I mean, you guys have a school board meeting, I think, this week or next week, correct? Yeah, we have one coming up on November 7th. Okay. Um, the issue is, is that when we make public comment, um, the school board policy, they do not respond. However, I'm tired of the generic letters. Thank you for your comment. I'm looking for solutions. What are the, what are the solutions? What can we do? What can we do to make sure all kids are safe? And those are questions that are being unanswered. And that's why I decided to be a write-in candidate for the school board, because we need a voice of reason, and we need these girls' voices to be heard. And I'm the person to do that. Good for you, Melissa. I mean, I love hearing this, um, and so does a lot of other people, because I said this time and time again, you never know what small act that you may say or do that may literally change the lives of millions tomorrow. And that is what you coming onto this platform is doing. It's giving other people courage to do exactly what you're doing. Because when people see other people do it, they say, hey, it gives them the courage. Courage is contagious. And so great job for standing up for these kids and getting to the school boards and making positive changes in your in your community. You know, how many people are running right now for that school board position? Well, right now there's two incumbent spots. And then um, my friend Heidi Decker-Thomas is another mama bear. She's for conservative values and she she and I are ready to take this on. We're ready to do what's best for kids. Absolutely. And how old are your children? I have several children. My oldest is 17. She's a senior in high school. And then my youngest is two. So I have quite a few kids. And so that's been my entire life. So this this really means a lot to me as a parent, but also we have people in our community that are grandparents, that have been in this area for a long time, 
who are really passionate about making sure that Reed City Public Schools are known for their test scores, not teaching gender identity or not having an issue. I mean, people in the community are dumbfounded. Like, you guys can't figure out who can use what bathrooms. We have a group of students that are unsafe and they're just silenced. And that's not okay. No, that's not. I mean, it's just, again, bringing common sense to the equation. And that's one thing that I want everybody to know that's watching in Reed City. Here's your girl. Here's somebody that's going to go in there and do and represent you and your family and do what's right and just bring common sense, you know, and, and that's exactly what's needed throughout the state. And I just I made this comment earlier. Um, the power comes from the local level. That's where most of the power is. So these these school board uh, vacancies and these school board members that are running right now to to inspire change is huge because that's how we get our schools back. You know, we have to no longer holding the ground or holding the ground anymore. We're taking back lost ground, you know, holding the line. Excuse me. We're taking back lost ground. And it's by good people um, exactly of what you're doing right now. That's going to make positive change in not only your community, but the power of one can lead to the power of many. Right. So yes. when when did you uh, when did you like have that switch go off in your mind? Like I'm running like what what was it? Well, it was brought to my attention that this happened, you know, right around September 13th. And I started thinking about it and I started praying about it. I talked to some people that are mentors to me and they said, Melissa, you're perfect for this. You have to do this. It's not if and when. What's next with these kids? I mean, we also have kids that are acting like animals. I mean, you know, this is absolutely nonsense and ridiculousness. And so at that point, I am a busy mom. However, I'm like, you know what? The, it's time to let go of the excuses. We have to move. We have to act on this. And so that's why I'm very passionate. And I'm deciding to, you know, I decided to throw my hat in the ring and see what I can do for Reed City and hopefully the state of Michigan as well. Absolutely. So let me let me play devil's advocate. And like, let's say, you know, someone says, hey, you know, you're not representing all the students. What about the transgender male that you're not allowing him to use the restrooms? I mean, what do you what do you say to those parents or to that group of people that kind of challenges you? Well, I've had a lot of challenges and I can tell you this much. Um, I actually ran a abuse, neglect, transgender home. Um, I was the administrator there. I worked very well. I would say to those people that absolutely, I don't have an issue with somebody's choice. What I have an issue with is how that choice impacts safety. And I would say that at this point, need, they need to use the unisex bathroom. Um, in any choice you make in life, you always have to consider how it impacts other people. And there just has to be boundaries. This is not a message of hate. This is a message of love and wanting all children to be safe and protected. Absolutely. Well, well, well said. Holy cow. Um, that was, it's a spot on. That was perfect with that response. And again, it's just common sense. I mean, that's all it is. And I've said this time and time again, I don't know why we're even having these conversations right now. Why aren't we talking about how we're going to, you know, restore our reading um, ratings here in the state of Michigan or speak or a teach common sense curriculum, right? Math, science, reading. Uh, you can teach my kid how to critically think, but you have no right to teach my kid what to think. Um, and so, man, thank you so much for running um, and standing up because I know it's scary and you do get hate and you do get attacked. And, you know, it's hot garbage when these people are, you know, calling your work and trying to get you fired. I mean, they're very, very loud, but you, everybody out there, they're, they're a very small minority. Remember that. But they are very loud and they're vicious. Um, but you have to just get a thicker skin and go through those attacks for the greater good. Um, and that's exactly what you're doing. And it's 
it's great that you're doing this. That's for sure. What's your oldest daughter think about mom running? Um, she's a little nervous. Um, she is very supportive of me. Um, she does worry about the pushback at school. You know, it's her senior year and she, you know, these girls, they just want to be normal. They just want to have a normal life. They don't want to have to worry about being barked at, hissed at, or um, coming out of the bathroom and seeing a biological male there. They don't think it's fair to have to compete in sports against a biological male. I mean, again, like you said, this is common sense. This is biology. Let's get back to the basics. Let's teach our kids to be kind, but let's not do that in the in the aspect of indoctrinating our kids. I mean, this is huge. Parents should not ever be sidelined and secrets should not be kept because you no. know who keeps secrets? Perpetrators. And Absolutely. I feel that these people, adults that are, are supporting this and they're causing kids to feel unsafe, they're perpetrators and it needs to stop. Absolutely. You, you said kids are hissing at like there's what's there's, going on. There's groups of kids that, you know, would identify themselves as dogs and cats. Um, they bark and hiss and things like that. So, you know, the rumor about the litter boxes, that hasn't happened in Reed City. However, you know, like you mentioned, five years ago, I never thought I would be having a conversation over a biological male in the female's bathroom or their ability to go in a locker room where girls are disrobing. I mean, this just blows my mind. Yeah, that's that's insanity, man. It really is. I mean, again, why are we even having this conversation? And and that's one thing I spoke up on uh, earlier in the week is, you know, no bullying, right? Like, I I don't care if a child is, you know, identifies as whatever they want to identify, transgender, cat, dog, you know, it's supporting and it's getting um, it's getting those conversations, you know, with with the counselors and with the parents, you know, do not keep the parents in the dark with these types of things. You have to get the parents involved. And that's one thing that they're trying to do is just what you said. They're trying to keep it away from the parents and they think that they're protecting the child, but they're not. It's the parents right to be included in this. So thank you so much for coming on, Melissa. Um, I'm going to give you the final word. What would you like to say to everybody? Well, I would just like to thank all the people that are supporting me. Also, just for anybody else out there that feels like, you know, your voice isn't going to be heard. You're exactly right. All it takes is one voice. And you know what? Don't allow this nonsense to silence you. Um, and I would be honored to have the votes of the people of Reed City on November 8th. And I look forward to making a positive change for our community and making sure, like I said, all students are safe. Absolutely. Well said, young lady. Well said. Well, good luck. Um, I'll be looking for that school board um, video online because if it uh, if it goes on there, I will share it so people can keep informed and stuff. So um, keep keep fighting the good fight because you matter. That's for sure. All right. Thank you so much. You betcha. Have a great night. You as well. Wow. And folks, again, the power of one can lead to the power of many. Don't you ever think that you can't make a difference because you can. You can. All you have to do is stand up and, again, stand up. Stand up for your children, your grandchildren. Stand up for your community. Inspire positive change in your community. Do it in a constructive way, not a destructive way. Do it in a powerful way, not force. But you have every, every right to go to these meetings and allow your voices to be heard. And that's how we move not only the state forward, but we move this country forward. So have a great night. Until next time, God bless you. God bless the state of Michigan. And God bless these United States. I'll talk to you all soon. Goodbye.